You're listening to the All Youth Podcast, where we talk about creativity and expression as a young person in the UK. My guest today is the wonderfully entertaining Abby Smith, also known as Abby Elise. Abby Elise, the lovely influencer and talker for England. How are you? <laughs> I'm great, thank you. I love the intro. <laughs> Thank you very much. That's that's a new addition. So we, we we've recorded half an hour already, haven't we? And we have. What happened? I mean, honestly, I don't have a clue. <laughs> I was talking about Netflix, and then you just Neither went do gone. I. <laughs> All I could hear was, and I was like, oh, oh, is that? <laughs> so um, we're we're going again. We're we're improving. <laughs> improving. That's exactly it. I mean, it's it's very annoying. I think the program that I use, which helps the host and the guest like communicate as well as record at the same time, has been screwing me over. I had one recently, um, and I talked about this last last episode with uh, a lovely chap called Kai Cox. He's a singer songwriter, and the the project bloody corrupted. So I'm gonna have to re-record that. Oh, it's so annoying. Which is a nightmare. But for everyone that's tuning in. Who are you? Right. <laughs> so, um, I want. I don't know if I can, I'm okay enough to call myself a YouTuber, but we're gonna um, we're gonna take on that title. Um, so, I've just started a YouTube channel. Um, we're only like seven videos in, maybe. Um, plenty more to come. So, um, yeah. I don't know. What am I? And you're a very cool Instagrammer. Thank you. Um, <laughs> no worries. I, <laughs> I try my best. I don't know. I don't know whether Instagram's quite my forte yet, um, but mm. I would like to be that girl, you know, that you like click on a profile and it's like, ooh, baddie. Like has all of like the layout all perfect <laughs> and like pictures of their breakfast, some yeah. muesli, bit of Influencer. <laughs> That's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that would be. Natural yogurt. Hell Yeah. That would be like my go-to, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where the road takes us. I guess. We were talking earlier, um, but I don't think I asked why exactly you started like your YouTube channel. Like, where was it born out of? Um. So I guess nothing really made me do it. It was always something that I wanted to do but couldn't do. Um, and I think a massive part of that was like social pressure I guess and um mm. especially at secondary school you have like our year 11 I don't know if you felt the same way but um we had quite a lot of judgmental people and um it was quite hard for me personally caring so much what everyone thought of me I'm trying to like make my my print in the world I guess um to sort of shut out those opinions and I was so scared that I'd like if I ever did start one, I'd walk in school and people would be like, hey guys, it's Abby. Like, I didn't want yeah. that type of attention, I guess. Um, but then obviously everyone knows A-levels are cancelled. Uh, so that's given me this massive new lease of time and um, boredom's not the right word, but just a lack of things to do, I guess. So um, it's been a great time filler. And um, it was just the thing of, not caring what people think I guess it really just allowed me to put myself out there 
I couldn't agree more. I mean, I think it's probably the same through for all the all of the schools. Um, you and I went to school together. We were in the same year together. Yeah. And we would, uh, from who I'd spoken to, and from you know just just from being around, we were some of the only people in a year that were trying directly to do stuff and put put stuff out there, especially online. Yeah. Um, you were one of the first people that I ever had model for me. I was. <laughs> You started your modelling career. <laughs> that was shambolic. Your photography was amazing. But honestly, if you look back at the pictures, I was transferring some stuff from my iPad the other day and opened yeah. the Google Drive, is it? Google something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all the pictures were there. And it's like me on a bench <laughs> with like my hand over my lips, like trying to look all edgy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> really just that wannabe mode. But um, wow, you. I feel like honestly... Like, not trying to big you up or anything, but you really gave me that, I know, (laughs) you really gave me that kick, I guess, to sort of put myself out there. Because I'd never done pose for a photo. It was always those, like, um, did you ever have Retrika, that app? No. Oh, you missed out. (laughs) It was like this. It was like this selfie app and it would like edit them to look all edgy and like it was just Uh, only the bad bees had that app back in the day. (laughs) Like old VSCO cam. Hell yeah. That was literally the vibe. Um, But they were like the first proper photos I'd ever like had taken myself, I guess. And it sort of made me feel like kind of in a way year 10 me was like empowered. Like (laughs) I loved that. (laughs) Yeah, I mean. It was a good time and also from just having those like just doing that photo shoot with you I think you directly helped me sort of realize photography was definitely a passion of mine and it was it's not something that I've directly um pursuing at the moment but it, it definitely helped with learning a visual language so mm. a big thank you to you wow <laughs> I'll take full credit if you ever yeah, get yeah, famous yeah. you know who you're thanking yeah hello you and all my aunts have said that <laughs> how many aunts have you got uh you know it was hyperbolic i only have a few <laughs> and they're all lovely you're gonna do Shout your speech and it's gonna be like auntie ray auntie oh and abby smith <laughs> abby smith as well or Ab- oh, yeah. abby elise i should say abby elise cheeky plug go check the channel out because <laughs> you were gonna do you were gonna do abby elizabeth i was oh what this happened? is this is so here's the mystery so um my name isn't even Abby Elizabeth um my name is Abigail Grace but I guess I don't really know so I've never told anyone this and everyone's like why is your name Abby Elise but um this is really like what's the word secret footage like never heard before um so when I was younger you know when you see those like role-playing games and you used to like play with your cousins and like your friends in the playground I would mm. always be Elizabeth that was always like my go-to name um and I just love it like that is probably gonna be my daughter's name if I ever have kids um I just love the name um and then I made the channel and there was another Abby Elise with like this uh, Abby Elizabeth sorry with um the same amount of subscribers as me. <laughs> oh, no. So there were these people screenshotting their account to show that they'd subscribed to me. And it was the mm. wrong Abby Elizabeth. So it was like, right. Um, I feel like this is going to be a slight drawback if anything ever does come of this. Um, I'm going to need to be 
a little bit more original not saying Elizabeth isn't original um but I looked for sort of like a name that wasn't much in use on the YouTube um site Mm. and um Elise was just so that was my grandma's name and I just really like the name I think it's pretty it's delicate and it's just you don't walk down the street and hear too many Elises so I thought it'd give me a little bit Abby Smith isn't the most original name so I thought I needed to give myself something a little bit original (laughs) it it definitely stands out I mean for for search engine optimization it is advantageous definitely and your YouTube channel has all sorts of chaotic energy oh that is literally I was talking to my friend the other day and um so we were looking for a niche. That's like one of the main things they plug for like, if you ever want to make it on YouTube, you need to find your niche um, like what you're good at, what you're interested in. And I just, she literally said, she replied and I took a screenshot of it because it sort of summed it up perfectly. My niche is just my personality. Like <laughs> I could mash my energy on my channel. I could literally do anything and it could still be shambolic. Like, and that's sort of the vibe that I'm sort of going for, I guess. Like, just real. Like, I don't want it to be this flawless, like, everything's pristine and perfect. Like, I want it to sort of be just real, I guess. There's this weird, like, we were talking about it earlier, the weird veneer of perfect. that, And it's, I will admit, it's mostly females um, yeah. and female influencers that do the whole, you know, like, life is perfect yeah, and you definitely. said that, and you said that, and you you can take this back if you if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> and you said that most people, if not all people, have shit going on in their life that they're not going to publicize, and yeah. no one's life is perfect. So yeah. it creates this weird, like, alternate reality that people post about where they pretend to have a perfect life. Definitely, I think it's so important as well to have people like. The, the people I subscribe to on YouTube are the real ones, the ones that show and portray their life as genuine. Um, mm. I watch all of these YouTubers that it's very much, okay, today I've set my alarm for seven. Oh, actually, I don't need an alarm because I just wake up naturally early and like <laughs> go downstairs and have my breakfast and it's a bowl of fruit with oats and maple Good syrup. Nola. Yeah. yeah, and it's yeah. Like, just this flawless, like pristine life. And it's not real, like... The next day, I can guarantee they wake up at 11 and roll out of bed and have a donut for breakfast. Like, no one is perfect. And I think it's great to show this healthy lifestyle and inspire people to maybe take on things from that. But when you're constantly putting this message out there that that is your reality, it sort of sets this... I don't know the word, like this... What is the word? Hang on. <laughs> it sets Like a, a weird expectation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of like, that is what your life should be like. And like, especially in quarantine, this is something that um, I filmed a video um, about two weeks ago now, and I've not put it out there yet. And I'm debating whether or not to post it. Um, but it was very like, I, I woke up and um, I'd set my alarm for about seven. And um, I wanted mm. to do my makeup and film a video and just be really productive. And I woke up and I stayed in bed for hours just feeling sorry for myself. And I feel like that's normal. Like I ended up just, I did do my makeup in the end, which I was proud of myself for doing, but I didn't get around to filming and um, I just felt a bit poo. And I feel like that's what I wanted to show people. I've sort of talked through like, that's completely normal. Like some people will get up and do a 10K and then come back and do their abs workout because it was leg day yesterday. And like, 
they've got this amazing routine and that's great for them and that might be like like not even and what's the word that might not even be aspirational for them that might just be their normality whereas like for I feel like people need to see that that doesn't need to be a precedent that can be like if you manage to do go out the house one day that is amazing and like well done you like (laughs) I don't know I feel like yes you should work on yourself during quarantine but the main thing you should work on is your mental state and your mental health I think that is one thing that like Mm. I will always plug yeah definitely I mean it's a hard time with being I don't think there's ever been a situation in history where we've been more connected as a species where we've got all these immediate connections and dopamine from turning your screens on and also the loneliest time ever because of the way that people portray themselves and everyone's guilty of it because you can't create a piece of content without leaving something out in your life like at the end of the day we are just chimps looking at flashing lights on a screen so it's of course we're gonna be sort of immediately drawn to it and spend too much time on it yeah definitely i like the chimp reference that is like exactly what it is though like we spend hours and hours on these devices and it's like it is obviously going to have a negative effect when all we see is this perfection and this image of like what we should strive to be but that is it's not anyone's reality like it's even the people that are putting it out there it's this tinted rose glassed version (laughs) I guess I don't know yeah yeah yeah. Hmm. no yeah I know what you mean so we were talking earlier and you said um, we were talking about favorite meals and you said that you'd have vegan cheese (laughs) because you are a vegan well so um I don't know how in detail to go into this but um I'll brush over it because I don't want to be that annoying vegan and there's like a massive stigma around that um but um so it was about a year and a bit ago um I gave up uh meat for Lent and it was just sort of we were sitting in the common room at school and um we were talking about what could we give up for Lent and someone said crisps and someone said chocolate and I said well why don't I do something that will positively impact the planet I guess because it was just at the time where I was looking into the environment and like what I could do to do my bit I guess um Mm. so I said well I'll, I'll go vegetarian so um it was always something that I wasn't too opposed to because my brother was vegan so um we when he came home from uni we always had like um vegan meals and like um there was always that kind of an underlying pressure to impress him. So um, I would always be vegan whenever he came back anyway. Um, So I guess it was just gradually going on from there and doing my research and looking at um, how animals are treated. I'm very, I would like to say that I'm a compassionate person and um, looking at how, what the norm is, even in our country, um, it's legal to... I won't go into it, but if you want to do some research, have a look at it. Um, and I just di- didn't agree with it. So I thought I'm not going to buy into that and um, carry on funding something that I don't ethically and morally agree with. So, um, yeah, just gradually cut out animal products. And, um, yeah, it's it makes me feel amazing. Like, it's mm. almost liberating having that. Um, I eat so good now. Like, <laughs> because... Um, mum's trying to like cater for us all we'll have like basically the the food that dad doesn't eat that sounds basically mum will make like a meal and then just add like meat on top for dad 
Um, so me and her will have um, the other thing. But that's usually like pulses, beans, like pasta and things. I love a good pasta dish. Um, don't oh, get me yes. wrong. I love a good burger um, and like I eat so much vegan junk food. But um, <laughs> like, yeah, it's really sort of pushed me to be a little bit more, a little bit more cautious about what I'm eating, which is good. It's, it's definitely easier as well when you're plant-based, vegan, vegetarian, pescatarian, whatever. Mm. Um, or to be more conscious about your your choices in diet so like automatically if it's on your mind then it's a lot easier to to start thinking about those things and also from a a plant-based perspective eating whole foods which is so so important there was an interview i think a few years ago now with at the time the oldest uh person alive yeah and they were saying um the interviewer was like oh how did you you know how do you live to such a fantastic ripe old age and the person said don't eat anything that anyone else has touched so yeah. it's only eating whole foods um homegrown food that sort of thing and it just made sense it does it's make like, sense it, it's 100%. like yeah of course like why it's so normal society most 99 percent of the stuff we eat is this artificial processed junk like <laughs> Even not even talking about just McDonald's, but like everything around us has been touched in some way. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's it's weird. It's weird how things change as well. And oh yeah, I I, I just reminded myself. I had a lovely message off of one of my close friends called um, Kamari Stocks. Yeah, a beautiful man, a fantastic musician, <laughs> fantastic guitarist, and he said that his mum listens to the podcast. Oh. Which is oh. so, so lovely. So shout out to uh, Sophia. Love you. <laughs> Appreciate you. I just thought that was that was the nicest thing ever. <laughs> I love that support. Like you sort of realise, I'm not saying like anything against the people that don't support us, like creative souls. Um, but like, I think it's so hard to put yourself out there. And um, it's Definitely. like, you're really sort of naked in the eyes of everyone. Like you post something and it's like, so open to interpretation and judgment and someone's always got something to say um but it's lovely to hear like like when mum posts my videos on facebook and like people her friends will say oh i love that it was so nice to see you all grown up things like that it's like it's just so lovely when like people come together and yeah lovely yeah i could agree it's like what you were saying like with going to secondary school especially i think is a difficult spot for people that want to put stuff out there and people that want to be creative and now that you've had lockdown as an opportunity to start making stuff making some moves on youtube if you want to see abby's youtube channel by the way uh it'll of course be linked in the show notes as well as her instagram cheeky Um, vlog cheeky vlog plug the channel hell yeah Um, what would you say to yourself because of course if there was like an alternate reality where lockdown never happens and let's yeah. say you never created the YouTube channel because you were always worried about the stigma. What yeah. would you go back and say to yourself in school? That's a, it's a deep one. Um, deep chats. I think, um, truthfully, obviously, if quarantine hadn't happened, I probably wouldn't have made this YouTube channel um, just through lack of time. Um, but I think I wouldn't go back and necessarily change anything. I think it's taught me so much and like I needed to care so much Mm. about what other people thought of me and have that social pressure and 
go through that phase of not saying hating myself but like everyone goes through that phase of really questioning who they are and who they want to be and I think I almost needed that to shape me as a person um it's made me so much more confident and like um I sort of look back on those people now and what are they doing with their life you know like they were so nasty and horrible people yeah honestly though like it's this complete negative energy and I saw a tweet earlier and it was like um like the people who were the baddies in secondary school where are they now and people were so reliant on that popularity that they never made any moves to grow themselves and work on themselves and um I think it really teaches you that you really don't need to worry about those people um it's so hard to say that in the moment because you do obviously care what people think about you and it would be impossible not to um but I think it's just realizing that if people are hating on you 99% of the time it's jealousy (laughs) and that's something I will stand by like people if anyone ever said anything negative to you I will 100% stand by the fact it's because you were doing amazing at like literally everything like you had your work in like galleries and stuff you would putting yourself out there and genuinely going places and we were only like what 17 and you had accomplished so much and it is all just because they want to smoke weed at the weekends or like <laughs> like if you want to do that that's absolutely fine go you but like um I don't know I think we live in such a society that punishes those who want to better themselves and it's really sad um but yeah I think you almost need that to sort of shape you and find yourself I guess I don't know yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that it's was a good response no no it was good and I think it's a it's a good point that you've raised like it's a weird thing where you put someone else down because of stuff that they're putting out online or whatever and especially something that's going to continue to grow like as a trend the more content because like every day thousands of hours are going to be uploaded of of all content so it's 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 self-evident that as time progresses kids are going to be having like you know youtube channels or whatever or what what's going to be a big medium is podcasts as you can tell by my time investment into it (laughs) but um and yeah you're definitely right like when i was first starting to get into doing stuff like photography having a gallery i I wasn't even 17 i think i was like 15 or 16 we're doing Mm -hmm. our mock gcses at the time um and it was a huge move but it didn't even feel that big because of how large school feels at the time you know like school feels like the be all and end all for everything when you're there and then you you sort of get out of it and then creatively reflect on it and realize that it was one of the least it was one of the best environments to foster creativity and that you have a load of spare time when you're at school but one of the least good one of the least positive environments to foster for creativity because of the amount of like you know eyes that are on you and judgment that you get in school yeah 100% just to put it out there I wasn't hating on the other people I just mean like (laughs) like, here we go the backtrack (laughs) digging the hole no I don't (laughs) I don't want to sound like a negative person because like I think everyone has a reason to um have the attitudes they have but um yeah yeah I 100% agree though like it is really hard to put yourself out there knowing that there would always be even if people enjoy your content people will always have one thing to pick up on like that tiny time where that two second clip where you 
kicked your leg up and your toes looked weird <laughs> someone will screenshot <laughs> that wasn't personal experience by the way and um, someone will screenshot that and like post or something like that and I think it really takes going to sixth form especially um a lot of the people that I um found quite disheartening and um sort of put me down a little bit in year 11 and uh, went to college um so that was almost like a really refreshing feeling um Hey, don't talk to me about like that. (laughs) At me next time. (laughs) No, I just think it's great. Like, it just feels so much more supportive almost because everyone there is trying to get A-levels and trying to... um, Yeah, yeah. A lot of the people in proportion there are going to uni. So, I don't know. It's more like-minded people, I guess. All right, I'm going to hit you back on that and disagree because I took the opposite, opposite path. You did. So I have, yeah, I, so I, we, uh, if you're listening right now, Abby and I went to the same school, obviously, and um, that's how we met, that's how we started creatively working together and just, you know, looking at each other's creative stuff and helping each other out and having cool chats. <laughs> and then from there, you stayed on at the, at the school. I did. And I, I went to a, a very artsy, it, it's pretty much an arts college, but it has like, it does have normal departments, you know, like physics, math, sociology, psychology, all of that. Yeah. But it's it's very very strong in its art department. Yeah. So it's essentially it's essentially just glee. Like you walk in, someone does a cartwheel and goes, "Hi, welcome to Bilbrook." You know. <laughs> so it was actually for me the opposite of of what you described. Like it was actually a really great place to foster creativity, and there was less judgment because each person's doing their own thing. Like, a yeah. dancer's not going to come up to a photographer and go, ah, why are you doing photography? That's so lame, dude. You know, do a real job. Like, because yeah. they're, they're pretty much, they all, they all get the same criticism. Like, everyone doing those artsy courses was all getting the same stuff, the same shit from their teachers, you know? Yeah. Like, I when I when I told my math teacher names shall not be mentioned what <laughs> courses I was doing it was like they're Mickey Mouse subjects and I was just like okay dude whatever yeah to be fair though that is a very valid point like I don't think I'd consider it from that perspective um I think for me um I would have loved to do something like that like I'm really jealous of you in a way that I didn't take that sort of route um I think it's just because I've got a very academic family and um, like mm. insanely like my dad and my oldest brother are like physicists like oh um nothing against physicists but I just mean as in it's it's very nice like um I don't know um what was I even gonna say <laughs> um I think at school almost it was more just as opposed to it becoming more creative at sixth form it was more just the lack of judgment I guess is what I was meaning um but yeah I do I'm really jealous of that that environment because it just helps you to thrive doesn't it like you don't have to I guess when you're surrounded by these like-minded people it sort of pushes you to want to improve yourself and like inspires you as well to take on the routes that they've gone down and you see that they're going into like um a certain way of promoting themselves or whatever and you're like oh that's a really good idea and then you take that on totally yeah I mean if you're at the moment looking and thinking about you know whether I should stay on at my school's sixth form or go to an academic sixth form or go to a more arts artsy independent college um it's worth weighing up the pros and cons you know like for me my um college was an hour and a half away every day um 
on a bus, which was oh. a pain. Um, yeah. But it, it turned out to be a blessing in the first year just because the fantastic and lovely people that I met on the bus in my first year. Yeah. And also there's there's the collaborative effort as well. Like we met at, at school, but only because that school was so large. Like it was a surplus uh, a surplus it was like an average of the surrounding area you know just because yeah. it was a normal school so of course you're going to have creative types there but if you go to a more artsy focused college that's going to slightly be increased you know like Bilborough yeah. where I went was um, between city called Nottingham and Derby and so you had both of those co- sort of crowds coming together and you'd have everyone ranging from loads of different places but I mean anywhere you go you're going to be able to select who you want to be around yeah I think that is so important as well like not trying to sound like a mum about like who you hang out with but like (laughs) who genuinely who you hang out with is so massive and I've noticed that like especially in the last year I guess um I started making friends with some people um and they were very much into drugs and things like that and um I ended up sort of distancing myself from them um and my friends now who have always been sort of my friendship group um but I just sort of got a little bit lost um they just because they're so dedicated to their work um my friend would be putting on all the mind maps and stuff she'd made of like um psychology work and things like that and I'd be like wow I really should do some psychology work (laughs) um hell yeah um and it sort of just motivates you you sort of think well is that not comparing yourself to them but you sort of think oh yeah like that that's a really good idea and like it sort of pushes you whereas when you're surrounded by people who are like oh like screw like work like who cares about a levels it's like it it does get you sort of into that thing of like yeah a levels don't care they don't matter I mean um but it's I don't know I think it really does matter to an extent who you surround yourself with um it's good to have I think branch out into lots of different groups and um yeah. you can sort of choose you don't have to spend time with people all the time you can sort of um have a good little variety get a bit of everything yeah I couldn't agree more I think I'm convinced that on average any person is like an amalgamation of, of the the people that they spend the most time with like the top seven people or ten people like yeah. your personalities your traits your different um idiosyncrasies are going to be all made up of those top people that you spend time with yeah, definitely. Definitely, actually. I agree with that. Mm. So, yeah, definitely. I'd say deliberately choose who you're going to be around. Examine their vibe, quote unquote vibe. <laughs> and Positive vibes only. <laughs> and then, yeah, positive vibes only. Yeah, I agree 100%. I think in year 11, one massive person that had an effect on me. Um, there was a girl that I'd known since I was younger and... Um, she was just so confident and I think it really helped me to come out of my shell a little bit spending so much time with her and that's what I mean when I say speak to everyone like sort of have a little um variety in your life because my friendship group now are very grounded and they make me see um what's right and wrong to an extent um and that's really good for um I don't know just sticking with my morals and everything whereas like um, this girl was so good and outgoing and like she didn't really care about education and things like that but um her can-do attitude and her positivity really helped bring me out my show um which had a great impact on me um yeah I think you learn so much off people um and it's just yeah 
why limit yourself I guess to hanging out with the same two people every day if you could sort of reach out and just I had someone message me and say hey do you want to be friends and I was like sure and now she's one of my closest friends and I think it's just having that confidence I guess to sort of you don't have to do it to that extreme but like just I don't know reach out to people connect, make bridges like yeah and the person that helped you with your confidence mm. I'm sure now regrets it because you of this chaotic YouTube channel <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even convinced they watch my YouTube channel to be honest I might have to I know my mum does her mum did message my mum and say um just seen Abby's video um, uh, but that's cute. I'll drop her a text and I'll be like oi get on my channel give me a subscribe yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get to 300 by the end of the month so <laughs> where can we'll people see, see your is. channel um where in terms of like what what should they search on youtube oh so searching abby elise um abby abi and um, we went for the the biblical spelling um my parents are christians <laughs> if you can't tell um and yeah it's sort of i'm trying to sort of do it so that it's targeted to everyone i guess um I had the roadmanist of Roadman message me the other day and say that my baking video was hilarious. And I didn't expect anyone on that, um, from that group, I guess, to watch my videos. So that was amazing to know that um, I've reached that audience. Um, but yeah, when I say that I'm baking, it's not me. Hey, now you had the flour. It's very much, oh, okay. I just dropped a whole bucket of flour on the floor. Like that is very much <laughs> my vibe. Like, um, yeah. yeah. Positive chaos is the yeah. iconic. Yeah, definitely. definitely. What have you got planned for the future? Well, um, so I'm not putting any pressure on it just because I sort of want to do it almost for myself. I don't want to sort of put that pressure on like, okay, I'm going to um, be a YouTube star because then obviously you always lead to disappointment. Um, mm. But um, I recently reached out to a skincare brand who are launching in Derby on the 25th of May. Um, and um, I won't name them, but it's not like it's private or anything. I just won't name them. Um, and um, I've sort of, we've, I don't know if you call it a brand deal. I'm not getting paid for it, but they're going to send me free products and I'm going to promote them. Um, and like they an do ambassador. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they do like skincare products and um, I'm going to do like a video soon um, whenever they've launched um, sort of like testing and reviewing Korean skincare. Um, so that'd be good for the YouTube channel. Just gives me a video and I'm really hoping yeah. I'm stuck at the moment um, sort of with friends and friends of friends watching the channel. Um, so I sort of, I want to hop into that ring of like strangers, I guess. And I think that'd be an amazing way to do it if, they feature me on their channel or anything um yeah I feel like it's just a great opportunity to get myself out there a little bit yeah definitely and even with YouTube like YouTube's um recommended algorithm is is pretty great it's quite aggressive so mm. I, I guess consistency is key and then work 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 um nose to the grindstone and eventually you'll start showing up on some recommended feeds and yeah, you know getting through there fast. that's I think um, I'm trying to post weekly at the moment. That's my goal. Um, obviously, I've uh, got enough time to do it. But um, one thing, same I w- <laughs> hell yeah. One thing I would say, which um, I never considered when starting a YouTube channel, just if anyone is considering it, um, have a go at editing a video before you make your mind up whether you want to 
um, going to YouTube just because I had never even considered the editing process. Um, And I think I thought you film a video and then you press send and it goes to YouTube. Um, Whereas, so like I probably spend about 20 hours on one video and it's like a 15 minute video. Like it shouldn't take me that long. And it is partially because I'm learning as I'm going. I've had to do this from scratch and like have no editing experience. Um, But like last night I had to make a thumbnail for today's video and it took me over an hour because I had to (laughs) cut out a image of my body and then photoshop that onto the oh it was just a shambles um (laughs) and that is partially because I'm so inexperienced and if you have editing background or anything like that then I'm sure it would not take you that long um but um it is massive I'm sure you'll agree but it's it's learning as you go as well like that's that's part of the beauty of it yeah Um, definitely I personally have that background in in editing and stuff I I guess it's cancelled now, but I will be getting um, a BTEC thingy uh, in uh, film production. So part of that was all like editing and Photoshop. Um, but I think it's it's different skills that you can learn and then you just work on them as you go. Try and put out as much stuff as you can on a varied amount of platforms and that way you're going to collect a load of skills. Like yeah. I had no experience in editing audio until I started this podcast. Literally mm-hmm. the exact same, even though audio is a little bit more uh a little bit easier to deal with than than video and also distribution like youtube and podcasting are very different for distribution mm. see i've n- definitely not mastered that bit i've <laughs> if you want to like give me a little lesson sometime on how to get things out there then that would be amazing yeah definitely and for for thumbnails and stuff just message me and i can help you with photoshop and put stuff together i'd be happy that would to be amazing wow <laughs> Yeah, no worries <laughs> well we our, our like year group um and the year group above who have had their university stuff cancelled or don't have as much work as they would normally have mm. and now coming across a load of spare time which is also really exciting yeah definitely I think it's finding what to do like I for one when I when this all came about it was like oh yeah I'm gonna learn a language and I'm gonna read for two hours every day and then I look at the clock and it's midnight and I'm like what have (laughs) I done today like my screen time is through the roof and like I'm ashamed to say it but we're on like way over 10 hours um but I think it's getting that balance isn't it like forgive yourself for doing things like that don't beat yourself up like use this time you've had a stressful year couple of years um use this time I guess to work on yourself and yeah wise wise words you're not gonna have this time probably ever again are you this is the longest holiday in quotation marks um that's true unless you take a gap year yeah it's, this is probably the longest and especially within professional life it's it's pretty ridiculous mm-hmm. so we're going to take a short break um we'll be back in just a second so stay tuned Abby Elise, we're back. I didn't know if you were going to do a little ba-da-dum. Ba-da-dum. A little, I'm having fun with these little replacement jingles. I love it. I love it. Go experiment with a new little tune every time, a little jingle. I want to know, we were talking in the break 
what's this Netflix show that you've been watching? Right. So um, I feel like everyone's going to have heard of this by now because it's literally like trending worldwide. Um, so I don't know if you've heard of it. Have you heard of Outer Banks? I haven't. I thought you were about to say Tiger King. I've not heard of oh, Outer no. Banks. So Outer Banks. Um, oh, I'm lo- well, I've finished it now. Um, it's like without sounding childish it's about these kids that go on a treasure hunt and um the main character is supposed to be 16 but he looks about 25 he is the most gorgeous person you will ever see um they've just got like the most appearance wise beautiful cast like i don't quite know what it is it looks <laughs> very it, surfy yeah that is like which the i'm down for it's so I'm like very much down for that just like indie sort of like um what is the word? I don't know. Just chilled. I love it. Like beach waves. Yeah, that I'm in. I'm um, in. You've convinced me. <laughs> it's Someone so, like, it's just got everything. Like there's a bit of, you're on edge at points. You're laughing at some points. I was crying. It was just, it had everything. I loved it. Um, so you finished it? Yeah. I'm really out bummed of, out. Out of 10? I give it a solid nine, you know, which is high for me. Oh, damn. I'm, that's very high i don't binge watch series very often but i was binging it and now i feel like i've lost something out of my life like i'm like what can i do now oh i, oh, I finished it <laughs> it hurts yeah it i get i did that with the office and then you sort of have that and also books it happens with like you just feel lost after you finish something definitely i am trying to get into reading at the moment but it is really not working i've made a bet with my friend <laughs> that um, Go on. he got do you know Michael Mopurgo? I do. He was like my author growing up. He is like, oh, yeah. love him. Um, Alone on a Wide, Wide Sea, um, one of his books. And um, my friend got it for his birthday yesterday, actually. Um, and it was always his favourite book growing up. And um, we've made a bet to see who can finish it first. So if you think I'm losing that fiver, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got, you've got what, like a few days to finish it? I'm gonna I'm really gonna hit it tonight I think we're gonna aim for like two hours and just see how deep into this book I can get do it it is like lovely but you should learn how to speed read but do you take it in enough when you do that yes yeah I've recently been learning how to speed read because I have a low um like a, a very slow reading rate as part of my learning disability dyslexia um which is fine so i'm trying to like learn how to speed read to get up to average but i'm sure you could use the same like principles to just learn how to read faster in general see that's the thing though like i am quite a slow reader but at the same time i sort of because i'm trying to get back into writing i want to be like some next creative writer that sits in like starbucks with a laptop um (laughs) that's like the very original hell yeah um But I think I just enjoy taking it in, I guess. Like, if I'm speed reading, it's like it's like playing a film at times two speed, isn't it? Like, I want to just sit there and... Yeah, kind of, yeah. Just take it in, I guess. I don't know. I'll give it a go. I'll let you know what I think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do. Are you the, reading the... anything? I'm reading a few books right now. Um, but it's... Yeah, I'm quite a slow reader, so I take ages to finish books. But I do, I do read. I'm reading um, the Fry Chronicles by Stephen Fry, which mm-hmm. is his latest, probably his latest autobiographical work. I've got to switch my light on because I'm looking at my book stack right now. 
Oh yeah, Chris Hadfield's An Astronaut's Guide to the to the Planet Earth, um, which is pretty good. I I left it for about a year and then came back to it. It's this uh, amazing astronaut, um, American guy. No, he's Canadian, but I think he represents America. He works for NASA, and um, he's from the Canada. And uh, he <laughs> the big C. I think he has yeah the accumulated longest time in space at the international space station which is very impressive um oh that reminds me i i was lucky enough about four years ago maybe longer to meet the first ever father and son who went to space and they also have like the largest accumulated time of spacewalks which is where you go outside of the international space station and you like walk you use like the the outside of it to hang on to and then if you let go then you just sort of drift back so they have to have jetpacks where did you meet them in moscow russia that was not what i was expecting to say (laughs) so we're gonna say like a meet and greet in nottingham um in in belper (laughs) co-op oh yeah (laughs) fruit and veg wow (laughs) what was that set up or was it like you literally bumped into them no, it was set up. Um, there was like a thing with the school that I went to, um, pre Woodlands, but they'd like planned it a few years ahead. So like by the time I would be, you know, year nine um, and year seven, I would be going on these trips, and they'd wow. done it with, um, I think it was with like the national committee for like raising awareness for kids of of astrophysics, mm-hmm. and um, so yeah, we went to went to Russia um, to the like the the mission control that they have there and then we were also lucky enough to go to switzerland to go to a place called cern which is where they have a a hadron collider yeah 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 yeah. um which was wild we were the first ever primary school to go down there you did that primary school yeah but i was in secondary school at the time like like i say it was it was organized by my my primary school but i think i was like year eight when i when i went there and most of us didn't understand it (laughs) um because the the science that they do there is absolutely ridiculous and but it it was cool because some of the stuff that I took from it aside from the love of science that lasted a couple years and then fizzled out into creativity (laughs) but um some of the stuff that I took with it was when CERN was set up it was just after I think the second world war don't quote me and um so there was obviously a lot of like hostile and difficult geopolitical relationships going on there Mm. and part of it was scientists putting that aside um putting their patriotism patriotism aside and creating something for the betterment of humanity which really really did strike a chord with me um at the beginning of that and it does ring true for the conversation we were having just earlier about finding your people and finding people that help you achieve better things yeah definitely wow that is so yeah. far from what I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to say something. <laughs> like, I really picture you to be such a deep person. Like, I feel like you must you must read some, like, real thought-provoking novels. It's not even novels, man. I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Love that, you. Um, just, like, self-improvement, a little bit of... Um... Yeah, just all sorts. But thank you very much for calling me deep. I'm, <laughs> I'm more then. like want to be deep. I'm want to be deep. I just like requote things that I've read that I think are smart. You know. <laughs> yeah, but but then I, I think that's what so. everyone does. Yeah. 
that's what I'm trying to do so when I run hell yeah I'm a runner and (laughs) when I run I and I used to listen to music but I find it so hard now like I'm like running trying to like breathe in time to Cardi B and I'm there like yes. sounding like I'm having cardiac arrest going past people like, <laughs> like Cardi B giving you cardiac arrest oh yeah the irony and <laughs> no like I've just really struggled now to run to music because I'm really like I'm like my whole body tries to sink to the music and it really just doesn't work so I'm trying to get into podcasting when I run um and there's a thing I think it's EMDR um, and it's toward, it's about like how your eyes like process imagery when um, basically if you're interested in it, go have a look. It's really interesting. I don't want to like talk about it wrong because I'm really not like, I've not done enough research yet, but um, mm. it's sort of, if you run for seven miles um, or you walk for seven miles um, and you think about the same thing for that whole period of time, the amount of healing that you do in that time period is like two years worth of healing. And um, because wow. of the, the snapshots, what would you call it? The frames basically that your brain takes in. Um, it basically stimulates your entire brain and um, speeds up that process. That made no sense, but it's really interesting if you look into it. That sounds crazy. I am actually going to have a look into that because I've also... I don't know if you've recently started it, but I've I've recently started getting into running, mm. and I've I, I've ran over five k every weekday for the past two weeks. Wow! Which has been which has been fun. Shout out to Coach Corey on the Nike app. Oh my gosh, this app it's so good. I'd I'd re- recommend it and plug it to everyone listening. If you want to get into running, download the Nike running app. Um, because there are some like banging like audio guided runs, mm. and it helps you understand that running isn't about the competitive nature of it. It's, you know, it's not about racing. It's not about the distance you do. It's about becoming a better person and helping you work through your issues and also using analogies that you find in running um, and applying them to real life. Because I think there are some, some interesting dualities, like one that I was listening to uh, yesterday and this morning on my morning run, I think it mentioned is throughout a race throughout a run there are so many different starting lines you know there's not just your starting line at the beginning it's the starting line where you think you're about to get give up and you push a little bit harder there's the starting line just at the bottom of a hill you know there's there's a starting line on your last stretch where you think you're just going to give it 100 percent, and you almost make it and it's about putting it back up there and this this coach will say inspirational things and things that are really really well put together because obviously is um a, a very accomplished coach is coaching for Nike mm-hmm. and he'll he'll go at the end of it and that's true and and I'm not just talking about running <laughs> and the clock's like oh that's also really cool and interesting life insight yeah oh I love that I honestly think running is the best form of therapy it's very good I think therapy is probably the best form of therapy <laughs> Okay, it's a good form like, of therapy. If, if you're suffering with mental health, go and see a therapist, like 100%. Don't Me just run. Prescribe in 10Ks. <laughs> Don't just Forrest Gump. Like, run to solve your problems. I think, though, you know, when you're like, you really, I think, especially in quarantine, now that it's like you're stuck inside all the time, um, mm. I think it's like you go for that run and it's like, wow, my head just feels clear, man. Like, real just. 
I don't know it just allows me to process things like even if I don't necessarily think about them while I'm running I come back and I'm like okay that doesn't really bother me as much anymore now like I don't know if that's just me personally but I mean it's probably the dopamine as well mm. like exercise is fantastic for helping to clear your mind give you more energy um feel a lot more clarity uh, yeah. or so I've heard and so I've experienced um so this seven mile thing seven miles is what like 11 and a half 11 and a quarter kilometers quick maths <laughs> quick maths thanks Mr Murden <laughs> oh he was my form tutor that was so bad he was my form tutor for the whole of sixth form and I can't even express like the clashes we had every single day <gasps> Like, you wait, and your grades, your grades are going to come back awful now. After oh, trust uh, me, it's a good job form tutors don't come, <laughs> don't come up with them. That's the thing. So, like, it would be like I'd go up to form. Bearing in mind, this is top floor people, three floors up, and it'd be eight a.m. and I'm trawling up these floors in a jumper, like dripping my life out. And I go yeah. into the room, and he's got the blinds open, and the sun used to rise right through his window onto my place so I'd sit there and I'd be trying to have a conversation with the person next to me and I'd just be blinded and I'd be like oh okay Jack who sat next to the blinds would you mind just turning the blinds slightly so they're not in my eyes and this man would come over and be like Jack leave the blinds open I want them what I'm getting what oh it was just the pettiness of everything I couldn't deal <laughs> I could not deal oh at least it's over now. And if you're going through that, if you're going through having a tough form teacher, you know, if you want to see the, if you love your form teacher and you want to see them after like reunions and stuff, you can. If you don't want to, you don't have to. Like that's the, I think that's a good thing about school as well. You can specifically choose who you want to keep in contact with, who you want to stay friendly with and who you just want to boom, clash up, get out, get out your life. I don't know whether this is the same with every school, but a lot of the teachers at our school sort of said, when you leave school, you can add us on Facebook and things like that. So that's sort of nice for, it's not yeah, as abrupt, yeah. I guess, like just you left school and then, okay, you cut all ties with everyone that's supported you over the years. Because um, it literally has been since 2013. Like I've known these teachers and they've known me and they've watched me grow so much. Um not physically because I'm still tiny, um, <laughs> but um, I relate. <laughs> Eighteen, still waiting to. I'm hoping for like a solid five five. That'd be nice. Just saying. Just saying I, I, I'm just going to wear when I go to uni. I think I think I'm just going to wear like dino stompers, like those mm. the massive feelers. Yeah. Not because I like them. I think they're hideous, to be honest. But right. just for the height. I do have a pair of feelers, so take it back right now. <laughs> Not taking that back. They Damn are. It aesthetically unpleasing they're unsymmetrical they're asymmetrical i love that the, they sort of look quite indie though like i bought a pair of absolute stompers like you would hate them but they just look like so badass like you Are could wear white? them out no they're black actually that's like buying black air force ones that's the ultimate sin oh, i knew you'd have something to say <laughs> <laughs> says the guy who eats avocado on toast no 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 throwing that one back oh yeah that that was do do you want to explain because i think that was part of the recording that we lost (laughs) right so we were doing ideal meal so um you know the classic like ideal tesco's meal deal we did the three what is it called island what is it called the desert island dish desert island dish there we go it's got a better ring when you use the actual the actual term um and we established that luther eats avocado on toast and I just 
I just can't trust or... I think it's a very common thing to eat. I just, honestly, I want to be that girl who wakes up and has avocado on toast and just is that Instagram baddie. But uh, honestly, it's just, I'm not fussy in the slightest. Like, you could put anything in front of me and I'd be like, yeah, yeah. Avocado, just... Uh, <laughs> the drink I that even. I had was it was uh, cranberry juice, which is supposed to be very healthy as well. Stop them urine infections. <laughs> yeah, that's it, I think. It's the urine infections that it's good for. And then Hell orange yeah. juice is, is like Vitsy. I don't want to butcher that. I'm Googling this. What's, what what's... vitamin? What what vitamin is orange juice? Vitamin C. Yeah, right. I'm <laughs> I'm right then. Yeah? Surely. <laughs> yes, yes, it's vitamin C. I, I Googled it and it was like, yes, it's vitamin C. <laughs> When you said that then, I was like, vitamin C, vitamin D. I'm sure it's vitamin C. <laughs> I'm sure it's got to be. No, because vitamin D is sunshine, right? That's Because vitamin C was the one that all the pirates had, wasn't it? Because none of them had any oranges on board. No, they that, they didn't have it. They, they didn't... <laughs> yeah, I mean, they didn't have it. That's what, that's what I mean. Yeah, 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 They developed scurvy. We're really baiting ourselves out here for just being so unknowledgeable with our vitamins. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're both pretending to be on our fitness game, but I know. Let's, let's be real. I like, just know yeah. the words micro and macro. Micro photography. Hell yeah, bringing it back. No, no, as in as in diet, micro and macro. <laughs> to be fair, I have no idea what that means. That photography is the only place I've heard that before. Um, well, my they're they're like descriptive words. So micro just means small scale, and macro means big scale. Okay. In terms of how how do you link that to food though? Because um, micros are like per food the fat, uh, carb and protein sources that they have within them, and then okay. macro is sort of if you divide your plate into thirds, how much of each thing are you having? So like a ketogenic oh. diet, for instance, would be um, especially low carb that sort of thing. Mm. Wow, you really managed to make it sound like you knew what you were on about then. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely no clue, mate. Absolutely no clue. <laughs> I, thought, I thought, should I have asked that one? Is it going to bait them out? Like, <laughs> you saved it. You really managed to waffle through. Yeah, <laughs> easy, easy. Complete waffle. That's what you, you get from drama. Yeah, honestly, if you say it confidently, people believe it. That's what. Did you dra- Did you do drama? GCSE. I'd Wait, did I? Did I do any of No, I didn't. Wow, that was really trippy. Uh, yes, GCSE, but <laughs> um, dropped it then. And I think to an extent, I'm kind of glad I am because there was only one person that took it. So it would have been like just me and her for a whole year. Like, how do you... I don't know. I feel like you get stuck in sort of a rut of like the same style if you're doing Wait, there was Wait, there was one person that took A-level or GCSE? Oh, A-level. Oh, I was about to say. One no, person at GCSE, people. that would have been... No, there were quite a few. No, yeah, there were quite a few at GCSE, actually. It's quite I didn't take GCSE. But you did it outside of school, didn't you? Yeah, a lot. Mm. Far too much. No, I love that. And that was always something I wanted to do. I remember I went to one group once, and it was like this acting group, and um, (laughs) it was so random. So I think I went twice, and the first time we went, we made sock puppets. Um, and mm. we spent like an hour and a half making these sock puppets. And then the next time I went, um, we made a sock puppet show. And 
it just really wasn't what I thought it was going to be. And I should have You literally just it. went to a brownies class. <laughs> literally. A DIY. Like, honestly, it, it really wasn't what I thought it was going to be. But Next week was sewing. <laughs> if anyone wants uh, any sewing, uh, check out today's YouTube video. <laughs> oh, yeah. Speaking of sewing. <laughs> I, just I watched that earlier. That was plug. hilarious. Thank you. I'm trying to vary, like, the lengths. Like last week's video was 15 minutes. Today was seven minutes. Just to sort mm. of see what works, what people are vibing with. Um, just like, I don't know. I don't want it to get to a point where it's boring. But then again, we're in quarantine. What else have you got to do? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> That's true. I mean, YouTube has quite good analytics, don't they, for mm. seeing how long people stay throughout the duration of a video when the views sort of drop off. Oh, it hurts looking at those. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, Don't like two check. two people out of two hundred stayed till the end. Yeah, it's like, oh, uh, heart hurts. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, feel that. I feel like that is one thing I would say if anyone is genuinely considering that please don't get caught up in analytics like it's so easy to like when I first started it my first like three videos I'd say I was there like refreshing looking at the analytics refreshing and it was like getting caught up in like who cares if Janice from Devonshire didn't stay until six minutes like <laughs> you do this because you want to do it and I think it's such a dangerous game to get caught up in that because you start sort of getting a little bit obsessive and then when people's view time isn't that long you sort of it upsets you a little bit and then you get a bit disheartened like honestly just I think obviously do it and like check because you want to be able to target towards your audience and know what they like but um I guess don't get caught up with it is what I'm trying to say <laughs> incredibly wise words they are hell yeah you know me getting that motivational speech out there <laughs> oh, oh yes keeping the motivation up i, I appreciate those, it i did those that double shoulder peace sign but no one could see because we're on a podcast <laughs> do you know what i mean that is one of the drawbacks of podcasts <laughs> i keep doing it i very much speak with my hands and like the whole time i've been doing like facial expressions and like big gestures and then i'm like oh wait we're on a podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah i do that I do. it definitely comes through in your voice though uh, like eventually it will you know i'm sure it does permeate through <laughs> through the audio permeate such a horrible word i'm sorry it's like penetrate <laughs> uh, that's just context though isn't it yeah true oh i don't want to go into context with that one <laughs> on that on that bombshell <laughs> on that note <laughs> Avi Smith, it's been an absolute pleasure. It's been just as much chaotic energy as I remembered it to be, and just as I'm, as much as I thought it would be. Love it. You can find Abby's YouTube ch- channel linked in the show notes, as well as her Instagram. It's Abby Elise. That's A B I E L I S E. See, I'm prepared. Boom. Hell yeah! I could tell. Thank you, you so much for coming on. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I've loved it. It's been a pleasure. Take care. Bye. How am I still like this? No mate, no side chick, still look here if I'm wearing a hibis. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. My guest today was Abby Smith, also known online as Abby Elise. You can find her Instagram and YouTube linked in the show notes. The easiest way to support the show is by giving us a rating on the Apple Podcast Store. If you want to make a podcast just like this one, then you can purchase our setup at the Amazon affiliate links in the show notes. This is great for the show as it gives us a small kickback and no extra cost for you. If you know someone that would be great to come on the show, then you can email us at allyouthpodcast at gmail.com. That's A L L 
y-o-u-t-h-p-o-d-c-a-s-t at g-m-a-i-l dot com. My name is Luther Emmy Bothrill. I'm a filmmaker, photographer, and podcast host, and you can find me online at Luther M-E-B. That's L-U-T-H-E-R-M-E-B. Thank you, and I'll see you in the next one.